Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Alright. Mine's the hiccups. How you doing, Eric? Yeah, I'm doing excellent. Mm-hmm. I want to say... Uh, Got some good shit to talk about. Sweet. Well, let's dive straight into that big keeping pile. Yeah. So we got two movie reviews. We're going to talk about Deadpool mm. and Zoolander 2. Okay. And then then I'm going to tell you about this amazing discovery I found in the simplest of video games. Okay. You're never going to believe it. You're never going to fucking believe it. I'm going to tease that to the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's well, let's go straight into it. All right, let me knock Zoolander 2 out real fast. Mm-hmm. Okay, now Zoolander 1, great movie. Mm-hmm. Love Zoolander, have a big connection with it. You know, um, it was it was awesome. Very silly. It, love, I can still watch it now. Yeah. Zoolander 2. Okay. Not very not very good. Not very good. I mean, all, all comedy sequels, I mean, re- regular sequels is hard to, like, make a good sequel, but the comedy sequels, it seems to be impossible. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say with this, too. Like, you just, you can't make a comedy sequel. Mm -hmm. You can't. Because the reason why it was funny in the first place is because it took you by surprise. Yeah. You know, like, when you hear a joke that you've never heard before and it's funny, you laugh your ass off. Mm -hmm. Now, you might laugh at that same joke another time, but you're expecting to laugh and, you know, it's never going to be quite as good. Especially if the joke is retold and it isn't retold is in in quite as a good fashion oh, as it no. was. Yeah. So I mean, in you know Zoolander, like in the in the first Zoolander, the main characters like Zoolander and stuff, they were hilarious. And then the bit characters and the cameos, they're okay. Mm-hmm. In this one, Zoolander and Owen Wilson's character Hansel, yeah. they are just god awful boring. Uh. But the small characters and cameos are awesome. Hmm. So it's like a vice versa, you know, like every fucking time Zoolander and Hansel are talking. And of course, I want this movie to be good. They are just, it's just ugh, so uh, bad. That's too bad. But they, had, but they had some hilarious surprise cameos and like little bits here and there that were funny. And, and Will Ferrell's still it. He doesn't show up till towards the end, but he's, he's awesome when he's in it. But Sweet. You just can't repeat, you know, like you were saying, you can't do a sequel to comedy. Yeah. I mean... I'm trying to. Th- I'm racking my brain right now to think of a really good comedy sequel. Now, there's been a couple that have just, you know, they've been okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I, I guess National Lampoon's Vacation was so good. Yes. And then European Vacation. European Vacation is good. Hmm. You know, it's good. But I mean, you I know, saying, like I was, God uh, damn. I was gonna say twenty. Is it twenty twenty eight to twenty eight twenty nine Jump Street? Twenty two Jump Street. Twenty two. Twenty two Jump Street. Yeah, and that's one of the few ones. Where it was awesome. Yeah. One of the rare ones. It'll happen sometimes, but you really shouldn't. It's like Anchorman. Damn, I loved Anchorman. Mm-hmm. So funny. Anchorman 2 was garbage. Yeah. Garbage. I don't want the same shit. They recycled the jokes. Hangover. God. I mean, Hangover is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in a theater. Mm. And you know how I feel about Hangover 2 and 3. Yeah. I mean. It's garbage. I, yeah. I, yeah. And you know, um, uh, Jackass 2. Great sequel because everything was different. They didn't just like upcycle all the same stuff from number one. They're like all new stunts. Yeah. I all mean, new ranks. So it's like, you know what? Zoolander, you will always hold a place in my heart, dude. It was so You were so good. Right yeah. next to Hangover, Anchorman, you know, Caddyshack. <laughs> like, you know, Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters 2 bullshit. Yeah. So you just can't, sorry, you can't recycle a comedy. And I understand you gave the people what they wanted. Even I was excited. I was like, I have to go see this. I don't think it's going to be good, but I have to because I love the first one so much. Yeah. Um, but you know, just go rewatch Zoolander 1 on your VHS tape. <laughs> DVD. Early think, DVD. <laughs> I think it was one of the first. Uh, the Matrix was the first DVD, but I think Zoolander was pretty close to uh, that era. Yeah, I mean, Zoolander was 2001. Hmm. So, a couple years later. Um, so let's jump into Deadpool because, man, I, you know, I love to see stuff early and it just it didn't work out. So I didn't see Deadpool until Sunday. Mm. So for me, Deadpool had an extra element to it. When you don't see something right away and it gets really hyped up. Right. That might detract from your enjoyment. Also, also but, you know, it has like a financial success or failure. You know, like going in, there's that extra like meta 
like yeah. what you're saying. If it's like, oh, this did really, really well, or oh, this is totally a flop. Yeah. So this did not, but none of that that we just discussed mattered. Mm. It was good. I loved it. Sweet. I loved it from the very beginning, like during the credits in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. where instead of the people's names, they just replaced it. So like <laughs> for the director, it's it's some overpaid douchebag. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know, it's like written by the writers of the real heroes, and they're like, you know, starring. Uh, I don't know. Like they, each each thing that was like it was like starring a hot chick, yeah. a sidekick, a cliche villain, and nice. stuff like. It was really good. It was really fun. I mean, just right off the bat, I mean, it was great. I loved the violence. Um, loved the jokes. You know, breaking the fourth wall was hilarious. Jeez, mm. um, man, everything about it was really good. I really don't have complaints about this movie. It was great. Sweet. And not only was it good, it made oh, jeez, oh, like all right. So Colossus was in it. Very yeah. excited for Colossus. Lived up to the billing, man. So good. Sweet. So oh good. I was like, that is Colossus. Not that other dude that they made really shiny yeah. who wasn't Russian. Yes. <laughs> before. Like, this is fucking Colossus. I mean, not only did he look more like him, but like, god damn, he was good. Awesome. And when I was watching this, because the, the only X-Men that are in this is Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, mm-hmm. who is, is barely a character in the comic books. But anyways, they're the only two X-Men. But just seeing those two X-Men in it, I was like, they are so good in this. I don't know if I want to see X-Men Apocalypse this summer. Yeah. yeah. I was like, these two, I was like, Colossus is so good. Oh, by the way, Negasonic Teenage Ward. I don't know if you've seen her in the preview, she's wearing like a leather jacket. Yes. It gets ripped off. She's wearing a blue and dar- uh, dark blue and yellow X-Men spandex uniform <laughs> in, in our present time not in the 60s in our present time mm-hmm. and it totally works and it's awesome oh the rules i'm like look at that look at that shit yep. you just put this you know the jaded teenager you, you put her in the classic x-men it was a it was a different take on it but it was the blue and dark blue and yellow spandex x-men costumes like there you go yep thank you awesome there's nothing wrong with that you just fucking proved you can do it you didn't have to wear you know you didn't have to wear black leather although she you know was wearing black until it melted <laughs> off of her but um you know, it was great. Colossus is the big talking Russian dude. Mm-hmm. Kind of dumb. I was like, just those two in the X-Men, I was like, holy shit, man. And like, there was just a, a, a shot of Colossus like eating cereal in the X-Mansion. <laughs> seeing Deadpool on TV and stuff. And just the way, I mean, I was just like, oh, I don't even know if I want to go see X-Men now. Yeah, They out X-Men the X-Men with just these little cameos. Well, I, I feel like, like it's, these are the fucking X Men. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that like, you know how like even in like the comics, you know you have your preference about like so, so, you know so and so's run like Claremont's run you know et cetera et cetera and you're like yo you have to see so and so's run of like this character is the best. I feel like we're now seeing that in the movies. You know, we're seeing, like, yeah. you know, like, the original X-Men run, you know, the director hung on, oh, you know, it sucked balls, but, oh, man, the Deadpool run was hilarious, you gotta see that. So, I feel like it, it's it's almost like where the movie universe is finally catching up to the comics where you had, like, different takes on certain characters, and so, like, we can only go up from here is, is my take on it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like X-Men Apocalypse is going to be good. But, you know, at the same time, you're like, you know, he's like, all right, Nightcrawler. All right, Cyclops. All right, they're in black body armor. Because uh, we can't do it exactly how we want it. We've got to just, you know, oh, Nightcrawler's still got those fucking weird tattoo carvings all over himself. Really? You know? Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's still Brian Singer. So it's like, right. if he, but it's like, if he had been, if Nightcrawler had been in Deadpool, he would have been the happy-go-lucky, jokey around, teleport, sword in his tail kind of dude mm-hmm. that we all like you know yeah and so i was like even though i, I i'm sure xbox x-men apocalypse will be okay you know they just can't help themselves they got to be fucking dark and shitty and that kind of stuff and so just seeing this little x-men cameo in deadpool is like oh man make put in more x-men in deadpool movies and uh you know make this shit happen so yeah. good well it's got it's gotta happen the sequel's gonna happen yeah, yeah, it's been greenlit. In fact, like they even discuss it. There's an end credit scene. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, should I be spoiling? Should we spoiling any more of this don't, stuff? Or? Don't spoil too much because I haven't seen it yet. Okay, 
Okay, all right, all right. Oh, it's stick. There's an end credit scene at the very end of the credits. Okay. So Good you get to a stick around to the very end. Um, Stan Lee makes a hilarious cameo in the movie. Awesome. Like, really good. Wheel him out um, until he's dead. And then still wheel him I mean, out. Everything was good. The, uh, the, the girlfriend of Deadpool was, she gets the best line in the movie. Really? Like, near the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, I mean, it was like, you know, snort out loud kind of funny. Awesome. I mean, there were so many good lines. The soundtrack was amazing. Like, you know, not every single Deadpool joke hits, but that's okay because he just keeps making them. Mm-hmm. The violence was a great. There's this one scene where on the highway where this du- this dude splats into a highway sign, mm-hmm. and then Colossus is there to rein him in because he doesn't want him killing people. And he's like, "I didn't do any of this, you know." And, and then you see, and then the the dead body <laughs> finally slides off the highway sign in the background and, and like makes a squishy noise. And he's like, "What?" I mean, it was good. Sweet. It was good. Like right. everything about it, all these, all the minor characters are good. There's like this old blind lady that he's living with for a while. She's just hysterical. <laughs> um, you know, it was it was great, and it, it didn't. And like, it wasn't even like anything that big of a movie. It's it's not like they don't save the world or anything. Yeah, and it didn't have to. It was so good. It was so small and self contained. But I, you know, I loved it. It didn't need anything else. That's awesome. Uh, well, that that feels like. Maybe what maybe the problem with the X Men movies up until this point, even though like you know they're slightly getting better, you know by like small baby steps. The problem yeah. is like the Hollywood system. You know, it's like they have to save the world, right? Because it's like yeah. the movies, so they have to save the world. There has to be a ton of budget, so there has to be like a ton of you know like we're really serious into the special effects. Special effect. The production designer has to be like, well, I got to pad my resume out with sci-fi shit, so. I'm going to make mm-hmm. this, like, like even if you look at, like, Psylocke's uh, costume, it looks like Psylocke's costume from the from the comics, but they've, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, Transformer, they, they've injected it with Transformium, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, like, there's, like, weird shit going on, and and that's fine, but it, it feels like what everyone's getting out of the Deadpool movie is, like, hey, look, they made a low-budget, uh, you know, superhero movie that gave people exactly what they wanted, and yeah. it's so much more the better. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they can finally, they, the, hopefully next time when they hire a director, they'll be able to look, we know you're fucking smart. We know you got ideas, but you need to understand you're not smarter than the fans. Yep. Don't come up with your own take on it. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Tell, Do tell it that, the way they expect it. <laughs> tell that to uh, the director of uh, Dawn of Justice because people yeah. are already complaining. They're like, they're like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean Batman has a gun? What do you mean he's a stone cold killer up until this point? No. What do you wait? No, we had high hopes for this. Why are you ruining it? Hey, they got his costume right. I'm happy. No, it's true. No, <laughs> Bat, Bat, Batfleck does look great. Every time I I see or hear anything of him in that character, it's great. Everybody's saying that like Ryan Ryan Reynolds, Ben Affleck. 2016 is the year of redemption for superhero movie characters. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Um. Now, um, well, I had another thought on Deadpool. So far, oh, it's, oh, it's fucking awesome. No, it's great. <laughs> I'll recommend it. Like I said, I was already overhyped by the time I got there, and I still enjoyed it. Sweet. Like, it's so good. Um, thank you. You know, give the people what they wanted. It was great. The writers are, the same writers are attached for number two, so that's great. Yay. Um, Everybody's been you know, talking. Okay. And this is the movie that got killed like numerous times. Yeah. Before they leaked the test footage, and then it worked. And it's like you're welcome, Hollywood. Don't you fucking learn from this? Yeah, I think I think Ryan Reynolds said he's he he's like I'm seventy percent sure that I didn't leak the footage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, at one quote, he was like, he's like, I didn't leak the footage, but I would have. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I wish I had been the one that did or something, but you know, who knows? All it resurrected his career. Oh sure. So <laughs> I mean, he was born to play that role. Yeah. So, oh, uh, what I was going to say, this could probably be a whole other podcast, mm-hmm. but what if, <laughs> what if Joss Whedon had directed the, uh, had directed the X-Men movies instead of the Avenger movies? I think we talked about this. Well, no, we did, shit, did we do a whole episode on that? Yo, no, we, we said, what if the Avengers no. movies came first or something? No, no, no. We said, what if Fox, what if Marvel had oh, yes. sold off the oh, answers yes. oh, to yes. Fox and kept X-Men? Right. But can you imagine, I mean, Joss Whedon wrote the X-Men. He had a good run. Yeah. 
Astonishing X-Men? Was mm-hmm. it Astonishing? Yes, it was. Yeah, like, that was a good run. Can you imagine? I mean, so clearly he has a good take on the heroes. Can you imagine if Joss Whedon had directed the X-Men and not the Avengers? Well, let me tell you, man, he he, he should. He's off the Avengers now. He should just head on over to X-Men. Well, he'll never do another superhero movie, but but can you imagine if he'd done the X-Men one and he had been given full reign like the Deadpool guys had been? Yeah. He would have made amazing X-Men movies. Mm-hmm amazing well uh let me tell you they made uh they made animatics out of astonishing x-men you know like where where they show you it's like the comics uh, but they like animate a part of like the still images yeah yeah so that's out there it's really cool yeah i mean he would have been because i mean he's you know he's got some of the best dialogue he would have made the x-men fun yeah while saving the world like that was a cool thing about his run on the comics so Yeah, that would have been what we needed. I I, I feel like um, oh, what was I gonna say? No, a lot. It's lost. Oh yeah. So back back to Deadpool. Uh, the dialogue to, uh, about Deadpool now is not like it's good or is it bad. It's universally everyone's saying it's great, but now the, the the dialogue is like Hollywood, you dummies. Deadpool isn't great because it's rated R. Everyone's saying Dude. that like they're like okay, a gazillion copycats, you know, just got greenlit. You know, and everyone's pushing for this the superhero movies they have that are already greenlit. They're like, okay, let's turn it into hard R now. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, the guy who did, uh, was it James Gunn, the guy yes. did Guardians? He made a good point about that. Yes. And yeah, I mean, like already Batman, Superman, there's going to be rated R version. And now Wolverine 3, they're talking rated R. Hmm. But you're right. They, you don't need to Deadpool these movies. You just need to make faithful representation movies right. of the source material. That's why they made it R for Deadpool. And the other movies, they don't have to be R. They just got to be faithful to what they are. Like, like just from the trailer of Ninja Turtles 2, we're like, shit, that looks right. Right. You know? Or at least that looks than, like it's going to be good. At least writer than the last one. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> turtles still look like freaking Shrek. Yeah. But, um, you know, that now you, you watch, you're like, yes, that looks like the vein of what turtle movies are supposed to be. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. You know, and... One of these days, maybe they'll figure it out with Transformers. Probably not. Probably not. No, mm-hmm. it'll it'll have to be like some spin-off, low-budget, nothing movie that everyone's like, 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 like. Is there a Deadpool of the Transformers universe? You know, a I good don't, question. I don't. I don't read the comics. Mm-hmm. But I maybe, did. I read a ton of them, but I'm trying to think. Maybe there's like a Dinobots movie in the future. Yeah. Uh, like, I'd wreck it. Yeah. And there's going to be a Bumblebee spinoff movie, solo movie or something. There you go. But that could happen. We'll see. But yeah, dude, I mean, Deadpool was great, dude. There's so many in, inside jokes, comic book jokes, meta jokes. They're cool. really good. Like jokes, shots at the Hollywood industry. Hmm. I mean, like his meta and fourth wall jokes and stuff, like it cracked me up almost every time. That's good. There's so many good ones. I mean, my wife went and she loved it and she missed 20% of the movie that went over her head. <laughs> and she still, she still thought the movie was hysterical. Awesome. So, yeah, highly recommend it. Um, yeah, it was good. And I was just, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like you said, they don't need to all be hard R movies to capitalize on that. Just make them faithful representations. Mm hmm. Ask Joss Whedon to do X-Men. Maybe he can just straight up trade. Go ahead, Brian Singer. Go fuck up Avengers. I don't care. There you go. You know? And let Joss Whedon do the X-Men. Make him fun. Or just let him cameo. I guess Deadpool was going to make, was going to put Cannonball in the movie. Really? Oh, yeah. dude. That would have been fucking awesome. That was their, that was their, their choice. And then um, they thought it was going to be too hard with his power. So they went uh. with... Negasonic and they she doesn't even have the right power from the comic book. They just they <laughs> wanted a certain power, so they just gave it to her. <laughs> so um but yeah, hopefully they put in some more and you know, supposedly they're supposed to do like another Deadpool one and then X Force and then maybe a a team up with the X Men or something. They were like, Well picture how the Avengers built their shit. They did two Iron Mans and then you did Avengers, so hmm. So Deadpool is like the center of their franchise? <laughs> well, all of a sudden, they you know they got another franchise, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the shot in the arm we need because they're about to lose Jennifer Lawrence and Fassbender and all those guys. So, so. Fuck them. Fuck them. You know what? Yeah. It's like give, give them a movie trilogy, get them out, replace them with somebody else, you know, like some up-and-coming, you know, Hollywood actors that, you know, like like Jennifer Lawrence. Why I mean, not? yeah, Jennifer, no one's going to fucking cry if Mystique leaves. 
No, because Mystique can look like, like anybody. And no, I was just who the fuck cares about Mystique? That's who. You know the fact that she's a, the fact that she is a main star in like six X Men movies is ridiculous. Yeah. You no, know? but um, you know, there's so many characters for X Men they can do that. You know, let's do it. Yeah, dude. And and just redo the ones you've already done. Redo, redo Iceman, Nightcrawler. Although he might be good in this new one. And in my opinion, just move forward. You know, don't move yeah. backward. Don't reboot. Just move forward. You know, who gives a shit? Yeah. Start telling new stories. Tell the stories that everyone is, like, really hype about. Like, Age of Apocalypse. Okay, I mean, maybe it's not the movie that everyone expected, but at least they're at least they're telling the stories that people are really into. Like, like Captain America 3, uh, Civil War. It's fucking awesome. Like, what, yeah. a, what an easy thing to be like, here you go, everybody. The story that everybody said was the fucking best. You know, for the longest yeah. time, we're just going to give it to you. I mean, can you imagine if uh, I'm just gonna give it to you? Um, <laughs> can you imagine if they made a cool Kitty Pride? Why not? Can you imagine if she was cool in the movies? Imagine if there was like an actual Juggernaut instead of like the joke, <laughs> the Joker Nut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there's so much they could do. So yeah. you know, if if this leads to Hollywood comic book hero movie reform, mm-hmm. then God bless you, Deadpool. Yeah, but let me tell you. About the greatest video game Easter egg find of all time. Even even (laughs) greater than, I don't know, Adventure? Dude, the greatest Easter egg video find of all time. Greater than... never believe where I found it either. Wait, so it's an Easter egg. So that means it's in in the video game somewhere. You know, main play, like... you're not gonna find it, but like if you do a certain no, no, thing, no, no, no you'll find it. No, sorry, it's not that hidden. It's just it's not supposed to be there. Let me just tell you about this okay, game. All okay. right, for those of you who don't know, I I I had a a television job for the last ten years, yes. and then uh, I moved, and now um, instead of television, I run a recreation program. Right. So I'm warping the minds of the next generation. I <laughs> I get to work with kids, which I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. They don't get this side of me. I don't. They don't know that I have a podcast. <laughs> this is kind of like like when I do um, when I work with red kids. I'm like Bob Saget on Full House. Yes. And then and then here I'm Bob Saget, the dirty, dirty comedian. Yeah, the Bob Bob Saget so. on uh, 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 what was that Dave Chappelle movie? Oh yes, I know what you're talking about yes. too. So, but uh, although I'm 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 a much cooler version of Bob Saget than Full House, though. Like the kids love me because I'm fucking awesome. Okay. So at one point we go into uh, a computer lab, mm-hmm. and we we get on a couple educational websites, and there's a couple sites that just have a bunch of little mini free like flash based video games, real real simple shit. You know, there's like stick figures on motorbikes running into spikes. And there's like uh, Make a Cake, the video game. There's the original Mario Brothers. There's all these just little games. Yeah. And there's this game called Bob the Robber. Bob the not, Robber. Yes, not to be confused with Robbery Bob. <laughs> that is this f- totally fucking different game. Uh-huh. This one is called Bob the Robber. It's a little flash game. Um, you can find it on like Kizzy or Friv. Uh-huh. Uh, like Friv is F R I V, Kizzy's like K I Z I. You can find them on all, Bob the Robber and all these different games. Now Bob the Robber, there's three. There's there's been three of them. Go play Bob the Robber the first game. Okay. All you do is Bob the Robber wants to take down the mafia, so he breaks into these mafia mansions. Yeah. And you just use the arrow keys on your keyboard in the space bar, and you just have to go through the security system, and like. You you got there's uh you got to deactivate laser grids. You've got to find some information on computers, and you got to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those um, detection games. You can't be caught. You yeah. can't be seen. You have five chances. If you get if you get detected five times, they bust you and you go to jail. Yeah. So there's rotating surveillance cameras. There is like a dog on one level, mm-hmm. and then there's like security guards. And so you just have to be really careful. So. You have to break into all these houses. Now, I'm playing this game with a seven-year-old. Okay. <laughs> seven-year-old. Seven-year-old's like, Mr. Eric, Mr. Eric, I can't beat this game. you got to help me. I was like, all right, dude, watch this. All right, I'm going to control the arrow keys, and you control the space bar. The space bar controls a stick that the robber can bash people with. Okay. <laughs> if you hit someone with a stick, they see stars for 30 seconds. You can slip out of the room and keep going. Oh, yeah. I'm, so I'm, me, I'm watching this uh, on YouTube so, right now. So, 
he and the seven-year-old are playing this game, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's super simple and stuff, but you know, we're going through and you know, there's just these little things. Like if you're an elementary schooler, this is a great game for you. Yeah. So the, the first level is easy. The second level, they introduce um, like a thug and you got to watch out for the thug. So you got to creep up behind him and bash him with a stick. The third level, they've got like security guards that can actually shoot guns at you Ooh. and it keeps upping this. So level four, let me tell you, level four is a fucking hard house. It's like two houses combined and a fucking basement. So it's like, you know, uh, me and the seven-year-old, like we're rocking this game, but it's like really, uh, we're like, whew, we just barely escaped. And so again, I'm using the, I'm controlling the guy's movements and my my seven-year-old here, he's, he's uh, controlling the bash you over the head with a stick. Yes. Dude, we get to level five, house number five. Yeah. They've got, they've got mafia guys. They've got security guard guys. And then they've got Fat Steven Seagal. No. Fat Steven Seagal (laughs) is in Bob the fucking Robber. (laughs) Fat Steven Seagal. I couldn't believe it, dude. And I was like, I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, and I'm looking at that. I was like, that looks like Fat Steven Seagal. (laughs) And the seven-year-old's like, who's Fat Steven Seagal, Mr. Eric? I'm like, no no one we want to mess with. (laughs) And I'm looking at that. I'm like, I'm like, now. Now the guy, the guy, he's fat. He has black hair with a huge widow's peak. Oh wait, I'm looking at it's it right fat now. It's It is. He it's looks fat. Steve Seagal. <laughs> now, here's now here's where some of you be like, well, Eric. I mean, that's just a coincidence. Yes. You know, it, it just looks like it's not actually him. No, motherfucker, it is him. It's him because we went over them. We snuck up behind him, and I go hit him with the stick. The seven year old hits him with the stick. It doesn't hurt him. He Ugh. turns around and starts beating the shit out of us. <laughs> and he was like, Mister Eric, why is he karate kicking us? Mister Eric, why does he know karate? I'm like, Oh my god, it's actually Steven Seagal. <laughs> beat the shit out of us. Oh no, I couldn't believe it. We hit him with a stick, and the fat ass just turned around and just karate kicked the shit out of us. <laughs> I can't believe Fat Steven Seagal is in a video game, and it's in like this tiny little flash game for kids. <laughs> it's the greatest video game find of all time, dude. You Bob the Robber, the first one, level five or house five. Mm-hmm. You will fight Fat Steven Seagal. And here's the thing: I don't know how to beat him. <laughs> like we died, and like then it was time to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "All right, dude. Me and you, we're gonna we're gonna beat this tomorrow together." But I honestly don't know what to do. He looks up to me as a hero. What's gonna happen when we die again? Like, I don't know, man. I I think you just need to run away. Just avoid uh, Fat Steven Seagal. That's the thing. I think I'm gonna have to like throw a donut down the hall and tiptoe <laughs> the other way. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was so funny because it looks like Fat Steven Seagal, but I was like, ah, you know, coincidence. And then we hit him with a stick, and it didn't hurt him. <laughs> and he starts karate kicking the shit out of us. I was like, this is so awesome. And like, and the seven year old's like, this isn't awesome, Mister Eric. We're like, we're getting our butts kicked. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm like, and so he's like. Mr. Eric, how are we going to beat him? I was like, well, I've seen all of this guy's movies. I will find a way to beat him. <laughs> but I don't, oh, yeah, I mean, the only way we could win is if we run because we know he won't be able to catch us. Yes. That's the only but it way. Was, uh, dude, I just, I just couldn't believe it. Fat Steven Seagal kicked the shit out of me and a seven-year-old <laughs> on a little flash game. So everyone, everyone listening to this, you got to go look up Bob the Robber. Again, not Robbery Bob. That bullshit is an entirely different game. Bob the Robber, get all the way to House 5. It's going to take you a little bit. Uh, and then then somebody somebody beat him and tell me how to do it. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> how cool is that? I mean, whoever whoever the developer was that slipped that in, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. Whoever made that, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so cool. I can't believe they hit him with a stick. It doesn't even hurt him. And he Bob starts crying us. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm 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 watching it on YouTube right now. Yeah. I see Fat Steven Seagal, and and whoever is like speed running this stays uh-huh. the hell away from him. Uh, where's the fun in that? I mean, <laughs> I think they made him unkillable, just like in Under Siege. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, Steven Seagal's old. And now he's taken he's taken on a security contract for a mafia guy. Yep. He just looks They're like him in spaghetti. He, he looks he looks like a homie. You know those old school uh gangster uh yeah. little toys? He looks like one of those cuz he has like these like a giant torso. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, I, I like I said at first I thought it was just a coincidence they looked like him until he was unkillable and busted out karate moves. Yeah, no, he's got. And I was like, oh my god, he's he's got plot <laughs> armor. <laughs> it was so cool, and I, I, now I couldn't get past level five. No, dude, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Avoid him. Avoid Fat Steven Seagal like the Blade. Mm. I can't do it. I feel like I have to have some kind of monologue with him and pull out a knife. <laughs> That's right. Talk about how we're just the same. Yeah. He's like, I, I, I can't even whip out like a good Steven Seagal line, but I'm sure it ends with, uh, and you didn't touch him. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think I fought him in front of me, the elevator. I guess he could have been like, next up, your funeral or something. <laughs> next floor, <laughs> going, you are, ding, going down. Yep. <laughs> awesome. I, so I'm just saying, like, that's got to be the greatest video game find of all time. That is pretty fun. I mean, we we have said this, and we've done we've dedicated podcasts to saying we wish Fat Steven Skull was in a video game, and here he is, and he's the bad guy. Yeah. Plot twist. Well, I think like you know, like a video game starring St- like Steven Skull would suck because you would go really, really slow, and no one could hurt you. So what's really the fun in that? You know, maybe like Desert Bus, but like an action game. Yeah, I mean, and it makes sense that he's a bad guy, too, because, I mean, in real life, he likes Vladimir Putin now. That's true. <laughs> so I mean, he's joined the Russians. Yeah. So, yeah, man, who would have thought in some little game like that? I mean, man, it just made my year seeing that. I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should I play it on my own tonight? Should I try to brush up and try and see what to do, or should I just wait for me and the 7-year-old to, to tackle this again? I don't know what to do. I don't know. It's up to you, man. I mean, uh, if, if it were me and I was really stuck, I would just, like, watch a tutorial on YouTube to, to, to see what to do. I'm hoping some of our Jumpman podcast listeners actually play this game and uh, and tell me what to do. Or maybe, like, show a video or a screenshot or something. Hmm. Because uh, what I'm afraid of tomorrow is that I'm going to accidentally swear in front of the children. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, shit, Steve is a call. We can't stop him. Ah, I mean, please, please break Bob the Robber's elbow. Please take <laughs> Bob the Robber and twist his elbow the wrong way. Please, please, oh, Steve Seagal. <laughs> but, yeah, it's so good. I couldn't believe it. Oh, man. That's awesome. I mean, and where do you go from there? I mean, I haven't even played Bob the Robber 2 or 3. I guess no, yeah, I, I guess you just keep going and so uh, like in the, in the YouTube comments somebody's somebody says uh oh yeah the zombies in the second game ooh and then somebody's all right all right if you finish one in the and you're bored check out robbery bob no i'll never leave it's, bob it, the robber it's probably just like a clone i wonder which came first i mean robbery bob has the better graphics ah probably Bro- robbery bob then but I mean, there's only one that's got Steven Seagal. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just telling you, what a find! I couldn't wait to talk to you about it after that's I awesome. saw that. <laughs> like, our dreams have been answered. I'm gonna get paid tomorrow. I'm gonna get paid tomorrow to fight Fat, Steve, Fat Steven Seagal. <laughs> you know, with some children. Be- so some people would consider that a dream job. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I was I was sad after I left te- television behind and doing some different things, and now I'm like, oh, so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Well, I mean, how? What else can I talk about after that? I know, I know. I, f- I feel a little guilty dumping like a Magfest recap, but but here it is. I've been sorry, sorry, Manix, that we haven't uh, recorded like we do like every single week, but I've been I've been knee deep in all kinds of stuff. So first it was like preparing for Magfest, preparing the the biggest video game film festival in the world ever called Games on Film. Uh, you can check out more info at gamesonfilm.com. We had like four days. Usually we go like, you know, two and a half, three days this year, four days of films. We were mm. like one of the first things happening on Thursday and we were actually the last thing happening on Sunday. Wow. Like they were doing closing ceremonies and we were still screening stuff. So that's impressive. Yeah, it's just crazy the amount of high quality video game films, and we had over fifty filmmakers attending. It was amazing, you know. And we even skyped a guy in. It was just, it was just incredible, and like the turnout was awesome, you know. How long do you think it takes that hotel to get the stench of body odor out of their rooms after the Magfest closes down? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, there are all kinds of nerds hooking up too in random places, but unlike. Unlike Katsukon, we did have a fire alarm go off. 
It was the very, oh, yeah. The, yeah, when we're setting up on Thursday, a fire alarm did go off, but it was uh, unlike the actual kitchen fire that sent the scantily clad cosplayers out <laughs> into the freezing cold for hours. Uh, ours was just somebody was smoking next to a stairwell, and mm-hmm. the smoke went into a vent, which tripped an alarm. Uh, or like, or it was smoking, or like, or like somebody threw a cigarette into like a brush pile, you know, and that was enough to trip it. So hmm. it was like five minutes later after the alarm was ringing, we're still like setting up cables and stuff. We're like, we get the all clear. So yeah. Now, this, this now, that. Chad. Yes. I know that when you're running the video game film festival, you don't have as much time as you used to to get out, play the video games, enjoy the concerts and stuff. Please tell me, were you able to see Ninja Sex Party? <laughs> I was. Live? I, I was part of the six thousand strong concerts where a Ninja Sex Party yes. collaborated with the. I and I am now a fan of uh, Tupperware Remix Party. So it mm. started. It start, so it's an hour set. First half hour, a band I'd never heard of, Tupperware Remix Party, and uh, mm-hmm. they're just they're just super cool. Their songs are all really uh, really tight. They're uh, they're dressed up like I don't know robots and space cats and <laughs> just weird stuff like that, and uh, and uh, and the lead singer who's like who's like you know doing through this auto tuned uh, robot shtick is doing like these super high kicks like during their set. It was awesome. Mm. And, nice. Uh, and then Ninja Sex Party comes out and everybody just fucking goes crazy, and it was it was the biggest. I don't know the actual numbers, but it was the biggest turnout for a concert that magfest had ever had ah so jealous yeah it was crazy and so you know uh uh i'm close enough to the front that you know i'm like this is amazing ninja brian does anything everyone just explodes (laughs) it was great they did it they did a couple songs then ninja brian killed everyone and we're like everyone's like ah kill another one (laughs) Woo! kill the entire band (laughs) uh at one point uh, Danny Sex Bang is like, they, they, like there was just like a really crude, uh, like s- sex joke gets made at the end of the uh, one of the songs, and he's like, uh, "It's kind of awkward, but my parents are in the crowd." Ah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and then he's like, "Hey, guess what? Uh, Tupperware Remix Party and Ninja Sex Party, uh, we got together and we're, we're releasing an album of '80s covers, and here's a bunch of '80s covers." And it was just, oh shit yeah it was just awesome so they just start straight into take on me by uh, aha and I was like he now was, he was just built for this now when they covered the eighty song do they change some of it no some of the lyrics to be more like them or nope nope just but they just straight to the songs straight up eighties covers tell me they did tainted love uh they did like three songs. Okay. I, I, outside of Take on Me, I forget the other two, but they were like you know like eighty standards. You know, I, yeah, okay. I just I assume that Journey is somewhere on that album, but mm-hmm. everything it's like you know Danny Sexbang before he was Danny Sexbang because because a friend of mine uh, knows him. Uh, you know, he just like this really talented uh, vocalist who you could just bring in on a session and he would just nail everything that you throw at him. You know, and he's got this incredible oh, okay. range. You know, and now Ooh. he's now he's like this, you know, uh, this uh, internet celebrity. But nobody mm-hmm. nobody would have thought that you know, like this this guy who's you know like talented and in the industry would ever have like taken off like that. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's got to be one of the highlights of Magfest right there. Everybody was talking, and it was it was incredible. I think they had to like stop people from coming in to the convention center uh area like you know we we filled up the entire concert hall and if you've been to magfest it's like walking into an airport terminal you know like mm-hmm. that kind of a huge space which is crazy. yeah i mean they they had been to the last couple of magfest just on a panel and i remember thinking like why aren't these guys fucking playing yeah. so that's huge it was amazing. I mean, it was like, you know, I think it was like three or, yeah, I think it was like three years ago, Nobuo Umatsu played, and it was 2,000 people, and everyone was like, mm-hmm. holy shit, 2,000 people, and now MAGFest, you know, 6,000 people at a concert at MAGFest was just nuts. I think I think they were up to, like, the unofficial number was like 22,000 people attended this year. 
I was about to say, I'm like, didn't I go to MAGFest 3 with you? And there was yes. like 350 people. Yes. And we were, we were so <laughs> proud of that. We're like, whoa, look, there's like, a, it's like 50 people more than last time. Yeah, and like the video game festival, I was like playing like X-Strike stuff at like 2 in the morning. And there was like me and like four other people watching it. Yes. And, and I, was just, I was just reminded by somebody who was not uh, a part of the X-Strike group that, uh, that we were like a big deal. <laughs> That are like college, that they're like our college uh, movies, like our video game feature films, you know, because uh-huh. nobody had, had done stuff like that. We're, we're mm-hmm. like a big deal. And people were like, yo, you guys got to check this out. This That we were like a draw. Oh, you know cool. What I mean, like, and now now I look, uh, uh, you know, you can't help but compare like the old days, the, you know, the glory days with like what's going now and how different it is. But like, yeah, to be part of like a 6,000 person army all singing 80s covers together hey man like i said i you get magfest was trending on twitter that weekend and i was like shit i guess now they are pretty big huge dude and we're just getting like we're just getting started yeah no we 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 did all of our uh, i actually got actually got out of the film festival room more this time i had this incredible team you know and and i hope they'll all come back they're all amazing so I felt like I was in really good hands, you know, the whole time. And mm-hmm. uh, so I was able to do a lot of, you know, just like see my friends. It's a family reunion. You know, I've been going for yeah. for 12, 13, I guess 13 years in a row. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, you, we knew everybody back then. And, and I still know those people who still come. So so we did Drinking and Dragons, which is mm-hmm. like my, my take on D&D, which is like... Uh, I've been hyping it up for a while. So we had like the small party. It was awesome. There was like seven of us. And it's like it's like D&D but without dice. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do an action, you just drink. You drink and it's okay. done. That's it. No no <laughs> like no natural 20s, no rolling a one, none of that like roll as, you know, do a safety throw or like do a defensive check or any of that bullshit that like ties you down. Somebody mm. was just like I chop off the ogre's <clears throat> dick. And, I, and I'm and on the DM, so I said, "Drink." Yeah, <laughs> done. <laughs> he chopped off That's his awesome. dick. Blood everywhere. Dick blood. <laughs> and it was just hilarious. And and so so the rules are all right. So do an action. You drink beer. Do any magic. You drink liquor. Uh, and then to heal, you drink water. And I, I put that in there yeah. specifically because I was like, all right. So if somebody's like a magic user, uh, you know, I'm just gonna because uh, I'm the DM. I'm just gonna like damage them to force them to like drink water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't drink any water. <laughs> nice. But yeah, everybody had a random character from, it's this website called, and I think it's like, like, like who the fuck is my D&D character.com, something like that, where it'll give you like a randomly generated hilarious D&D character. Like there mm-hmm. was, there was one person who had to refer to himself in the third person all the time called like Aiden White Power. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about like advancing, advancing humans against like, orc and elf relations and uh you know it's just like a fun drinking game and that's and i feel like that's what dnd should be because i've been i've been involved in dnd campaigns that just took themselves way too seriously i was always like the the guy that everyone hated because i just wanted to dick around right so so fuck it i made my own dnd game we all we I did like was it. dick around that's the best sounds good to me yeah and i, I based the whole module off of uh you remember the dungeon of doom it was like WCW. And the late, WCW, oh yeah. Yeah, late nineties. I mean with the the, the Taskmaster was yeah, it with Kevin uh, Kevin Sullivan, the Taskmaster, yeah. I ripped I ripped all the audio off of their amazingly hilarious vignettes, which are on YouTube. I ripped the oh, audio yeah. and just took it like real. <laughs> like the real <laughs> real characters. Because, like, they got the characters in the Dungeon of Doom. There's the Master, the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, the Shark, the Dangerous Kamala, the Zodiac. And they all sounded like, you know, like D&D, like, monster names. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck it, we'll, we'll use that. We didn't get to any of those characters. <laughs> because we, we only played one session. And then the next night, my friend Taras had, like, the, the Ambassador Suite on the 19th floor. Uh, which is fucking incredible, and there's like a pool table in the suite. Uh, mm, so everybody wow. was everybody was up there, and I was like, oh, nobody wants to play Drinking and Dragons. Ah, well, whatever. So, uh, so we're just gonna pick up next to where we left off. But um, and then of course our, our friends, yeah, man. Did, 
Our friends Darren and Brett did their annual power hour where you uh, drink a shot of beer every minute mm -hmm. uh, while playing a video game, <laughs> which might like not that. might not seem much, but it, you were they are trashed by the end, just destroyed. And they're not drinking like Coors Light; they're drinking like homebrew stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's pretty serious. And then the last the last uh, minute, they're drinking a shot every every. 10 seconds it's just like non-stop drinking while playing a video game and it's hilarious oh it does sound like fun that's great everyone has a good time watching they play they play this old nes game called snake rattle and roll which hmm. is hard as balls it's too hard too hard i think that they like gave up halfway through the hour but hmm. they, they play like uh dragon quest dragon warrior and other games but it's we, we, now we have like these traditions like you know Okay, all right. I'm going to see you once a year at MAGFest. We have a good time. You, you know, power hour, get wasted, probably puke. All right. So-and-so is going to hook up with so-and-so, you know, meet new mm -hmm. friends, you know, uh, hang out. MAGFest is always such a great time. And I love that it's, you know, it's not Comic-Con. Comic-Con is like, it's super corporate. It's about selling new stuff. Yeah, you know, and even though there's like a ton of indie developers come and showcase their stuff here at, uh, mm -hmm. at Magfest, it's it's so not it's so not the same vibe, you know. It's just about the fans, and like yeah, like you can go to a place and like try out somebody's new indie game that like may be on the app store next year, but like mm -hmm. it, who cares? It's like it's so like I don't know. It's, it's just so easy. That was one of my and favorite please, parts. And please tell me there was some Colossus Roars going on. Oh, zillions, dude. Zillions. Yes. The, the, the people who hate the Colossus Roar, I feel like, are fewer and fewer by the people who think it's fucking awesome. Good, good. Let those let those turds complain away and get drowned out by the Colossus Roars. Exactly, dude. No, it's, 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 ma it's magic. It's magic because you hear it from way over on like one side of the convention center. And then somebody close to them hears it and then repeats it. And then you just hear like this ripple effect of Colossus roars. You know, it's like it's like doing the <laughs> so wave good. at like a football game. Oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. And there's one dude who did like who does like the Colossus cosplay. Like he looks yeah. exactly like Colossus from the X Men arcade game. Like, oh, nice. To the nines, and he's like you know the unofficial mascot. And I was walking around at 4 a.m. on Sunday morning, feeling like fuck. I didn't see enough arcade games. So they do a bunch of, like, corridor dance parties mm -hmm. where, like, somebody just blasts music and a bunch of, like, uh, people just, like, congregate and fucking dance their asses off. And so on the bottom floor next to the arcade was one of these random dance parties, and there's the Colossus hanging out with <laughs> a gigantic Power Woman. Hmm. Or Power Girl. Power Girl? Power Woman? Uh Superman's cousin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Power Curl Boobalicious. Yes, the boob window is in full effect. And yeah. oh, they were just having, it was just incredible. Just to watch people just rocking the fuck out in the middle of the night. Yeah, man. Come on. Magfest. You have your own, your own sound effect, the Colossus Roar. Embrace it. Yeah, exactly. It fits perfect. It fits perfectly. There are certain things that will never die. I don't know if uh, oh, the, the whole Oticon chair thing is still going like there was a chair that would get passed around from party to party at Oticon I think it was Oticon maybe it was AUSA but like there was like this chair that was like the unofficial mascot everybody has pictures of themselves sitting on this chair you know hmm. for like years and years and I thought like man they should like embrace that and it should always be a thing and yeah. you know, MAGFest this is the 14th year and the Colossus Roar that started uh, in like mag four or five is still going strong. Perfect. Yeah. So it was, it was a kick ass year and I can't wait for next year. Sweet. Yeah. All right. All your listeners sign yourselves up for it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and if you're going to go to Magfest, by the way, uh, sign up for, for updates because they sold out the Gaylord in 24 hours. And I was one of the people that was like, Oh fuck, seriously. I didn't get like the notice. The, mm. the, until it was like the official notice, I barely got a room. So. Well, at least now you can. I mean, like I, I felt bad for some of the people that aren't there 
mm-hmm. for Magfest, you know, and they're like, what the fuck? Why are these smelly people like raging all night? This sucks, you know, like, <laughs> and so now that they sell out, it's like, you know, at least now you don't have random hotel goers. So I, you know, I don't even feel bad because I asked, uh, at the Gaylord, I think I asked, uh, one of the staffers, I was like, Hey man, you know, sorry about everything. You know, you know, these kids throwing, uh, you know, somebody smashes an exit sign every year or something like that. And they were like, no, nah, dude, you don't even know. They're like, you guys are tame, tame compared uh-huh. to like some of the groups. They get like the, uh, the people that are there for like pyramid schemes. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're the worst. And like religious groups are the worst. They're like, you know, like, you know, like the, the quaint conservative Christian, uh, like groups that yeah. take over these hotels. They're like, they're the worst, the worst, mm-hmm. like, like they trash it way worse. And I don't, I don't uh, even know why. All right. I had to go in a second, but can I leave you with one Deadpool joke? Please. All right. So early on, he he's kind of bummed out about having can- cancer and stuff. And yeah. his girlfriend, he's in bed at night and his girlfriend's talking. She's like, what's wrong? And he goes, he goes, I had that, that taken nightmare again where I had stolen Liam Neeson's daughter and he just wasn't having it. <laughs> and, and, she, and she grabs him and he lays down and he goes, he goes, you know they made three of those. He goes. At what point does he just sit down and realize that he's a bad parent? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Deadpool, you have a taken joke inside of you. Lovely. You're even better than I thought." <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We are the Jumpman Podcast. You can listen to us every single week over at JumpmanPodcast.com. Uh, we're on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Rate us. If you got a second, give us a rating. Why the hell not? Yeah. Um, let's see. We're on RetroWareTV.com. I saw and, and I saw a couple of you dudes and uh, Randy from uh, Elder-Geek.com. I ran into him randomly uh, in the elevator. <laughs> so I got to see him for a second at MAGFest. I was like, hey, man, how's your son? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you know, uh, dad stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I see him like once a year. Um Let's see. Yeah, I think that's it. So, anyways, uh, and thank you so much for everybody posting over on our Facebook page. And I want to say I'm going to resurrect it one time. uh, Our maniac of the week, Mister William Teron Karn. Thanks so much, dude, for watching Furious (laughs) Seven, telling us we were right. Yes, (laughs) yes, we are right, right, man. We're always comedy of the year. Yes. All right. So, anyways, thanks so much, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Soup. Jump man engaged. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.